Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 110 of the WW Bro podcast with me, your host, comedian Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live from the Patreon members group on Facebook, uh, I guess Facebook Live in the Patreon members group. I don't really know what to call it. Um, but if you are listening on your podcast listening device and you'd like to have access to the live podcast recording, you can become a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com, search WWBRO Podcast, become a member, and you will have access to the live podcast recording, as well as other content that will be coming out and being available uh, to Patreon members only. And again, I had mentioned this before when I was explaining the whole Patreon thing. I'm trying to take this podcast to the next level, and I, I want this to be more than just some podcast that you guys listen to once a week. I want this to be an event that you can go to, um, a show in your town, things like that. So the Patreon will help grow that, and we will bring this podcast hopefully from town to town and do live podcasts in your town, even maybe, who knows? Um, I was flirting with the idea of maybe even doing, once we get enough Patreon members, uh, you can win a chance to have the podcast from your house or a place of choice. So... We are going to keep experimenting with the the Patreon format and the podcasting formats that we're doing. But again, the podcast is always available to everybody on www.podcast.podbean.com as well as iTunes, which I'm seeing you guys a five-star rate and review. Love it. Keep it going. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher. The the podcast is available anywhere you you could listen to podcasts as well as on YouTube as well. Uh, you can go to youtube.com slash comic Anthony D and the podcast will be available on YouTube every week as well. So the, there's plenty of avenues to get the podcast. And that's why I want to do something a little special for the Patreon members. They will have access to the live video recording as being able to ask questions and, and be part of the conversation as well. But I am not going to be excluding anybody else because you could always get the podcast. It's always available. Um, on iTunes and I got www.podcast.podbean.com. Even the links available on my website, anthonydlive.com, which please go check out. I just revamped the whole thing. And that's kind of what I'm doing this year. 2020 is going to be the year that I am really going to start taking things to, like I said, the next level. And uh, I would love one day not to have to go to a day job. I love my job. I've been there five years it's not the fact that I don't like it or I want to do it anymore, but I, I am an entertainer. I love being an entertainer and I want to be able to do that full time. And we're just taking those steps to getting that done. So hopefully this is the year that does that. And I think we're on our way. So we'll go ahead. We'll get into the podcast. Um, the weekly weigh in reflection. These things have been so helpful for me. And I, and I know now WW, if you follow WW, they have it in the new books they give you where you can do your uh, weekly weigh-in reflection. And, and I, I recommend this to everybody. No matter what weight loss program you're doing, whether it be WW, keto, um, Whole30, a- anything you're doing where you're measuring you know, your weight loss uh, by stepping on a scale each week, I recommend doing these weekly pre-weigh-in reflections. Because here's the reason why. There's so many things that go into what happens when you step on a scale. Uh, The scale doesn't know that you're supposed to weigh less than you did the last time you stepped on it. It's a machine. 
there's a lot of science stuff that I don't know anything about that goes into it, physics and whatnot, where sometimes we're not always going to weigh less, even if we had an awesome week. So what I like to do is I like to do this pre-weigh-in reflection, just look back at my week, and I know already what I'm going in, if I had a good week or not. And it, it helps, you know, if I it, the scale doesn't give me what I want, it helps uh, cushion the blow a little bit. So here's my pre-weigh-in reflection today. I, I felt really good heading into tonight's weigh-in. Coming off an amazing vacation, I got right back into the week. I stayed on plan while away, so I didn't have to readjust again. Also got my workouts in this week. Had shows in New Jersey this weekend and meal prepped and brought all my food with me. Never once did I go off track. With all that being said, I'm still expecting a gain tonight, but I'm okay with it. I lost four weeks in a row. Looking back at my history, I gain every three to four weeks. Just how my body works. Also, last week I weighed in during the day instead of at night when I normally do. And when I do that, the next week almost always goes up on the scale. Whatever it is, it is. Maybe I'm just getting into my own head, but I just know my history. I know I had a great week and did everything I had to do to have a successful week and make myself that much healthier overall. Now, with that, I, I had peace of mind going into the weigh-in. I, I had no uh, I, I know guessing or I wasn't upset. I, I just was like, okay, whatever it is, it is. And I'll step on the scale and, and see what they give me. With that being said, I weighed in tonight. I stayed the same, which to me always blows my mind that your body could be the same exact weight as it was the week before. Now, what I was talking about in the weekly reflection is if you've been on a program a long time, now I'm coming up on three years on WW, and I've noticed I have patterns in weight loss. It's usually I lose three weeks, gain one week, or even four weeks, then I gain the next week. So I had lost four weeks in a row. I weighed in last week in the morning because I was down in Florida instead of at night when I usually weigh in. Now in the past, when I either weigh in on a Sunday morning or a Monday morning and the next week I weigh in at night, I almost always go up. It's just how my body works. You know, I, I weigh, I guess we weigh a lot less in the morning. Who knows? But I'm just saying I, I, I know what my body does. And that's a big thing, too, getting to know how your body chemistry works. This way, if you don't get something that you're happy with on this, you're not, you're not mad at yourself. I mean, cause I, I had a good week. There's nothing I would have changed. I was traveling. I, I was home. I had shows. And I, I made the best choices I could. So staying the same to me is a victory because I thought I was going up. So I'm down now a total of 199.4, almost back to that 200 mark. And I'm excited about it. It's funny, like, you know, I guess people who haven't been following me for a while on Instagram, they, they think I'm about to hit 200 for like the first time. So that they're, they're excited for me about it. I, I don't have the heart to tell them I did it already. Um, and then I had, you know, the hiccup with the knee and everything. So I'm just happy. I want to get over that, that hump. And my goal was to do it in February. It didn't happen, but I got pretty close. What I was happy with, though, in February, I lost every week. And it didn't, it's not going to happen this month because I stayed the same this week. But if I could just keep that momentum going and the number overall will be down, that I'm happy about. 
I've said it many times. My goal this, this year is 75 pounds down. I want to lose 75 pounds this year. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. It's a lot of work. But we've already got that, those wheels in motion. It's not impossible. So, yeah, I'm not mad at all about this week. Um, I'm looking back. You know, I'm looking at my non-scale victories. Like, my, my trip to Florida, the whole thing was a non-scale victory. I, I did a podcast last week live from my cousin's backyard with the palm trees in the background, and you hear the waterfall going in his pool. It was nice. I, I, I like Florida. I, I'm not going to say I love Florida because I wouldn't want to live there, but it's a great place to go for a vacation. And for me, I, I go because my cousin lives there. You know, I, I'm very close to my cousin, Joe. I don't get to see him a lot. And I'm happy when we get the opportunity to hang out together. So, I mean, like if he lived in like Milwaukee, I would go to Milwaukee. So I'd be talking about Milwaukee like this if that was the case. So it's a, it's, it's a good thing he lives in Florida. A good thing he picked a nice place to live so I can go in, in the winter and, and be in like a tropical climate. But the trip in Florida was great. I mean, looking back at it, I, I can't wait to go again. It, it's it's a big weight off my shoulders, part in the part in the pun, that I know now that I can get on a plane and go anywhere I want, which is exciting also for this podcast, which is another reason why I'm doing this whole Patreon thing and wanting to get the podcast out there because I want to bring it to everywhere. And now I know I can. I just got to get on a plane and go. And until I did that last week, I didn't know I could. I had such fear and anxiety getting on that plane because I was afraid that it w- I wouldn't fit in the seat, that I, it wouldn't work for me, that they would tell me I had to get off and buy another seat. You see those horror stories on the news. You see it on YouTube. And I know I had lost almost 200 pounds and I was smaller in every single way, but seats are tiny. I don't care how people with skinny have trouble getting in those seats. And listen, I, I didn't, it wasn't roomy, uh, but I was in it. And coming back, I was sitting next to somebody and they didn't seem too uncomfortable. So it's a good feeling. But you know, uh, now this week here, coming into it, my first full week back. I mean, last week I came back Tuesday night, so Wednesday I was back to work. I was adjusting to that. This is my first full week back, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting back in my real workout routine, um, hitting the gym early, Saturday walk, just meal prepping, getting things done. Because in Florida, I, I, you know, I was on track, but I ate more meals out. And even this week when I came back, it was a hectic week. I, I came back, went to work. I had shows this weekend. So I'm really looking forward to, like, this week just being here again and, and getting back to my regular life and and not, like, stressing out about things. One thing I've started doing since Florida is I'm starting to eat my points more. Not necessarily eating more, but getting more of a point value out of my meals and my food. 
And I'm, I'm thinking maybe this is one of the reasons for the plateau. And then doing this is one of the reasons why I got out of the plateau. But I did it this week, too. I, I ate when I was hungry. I got four blue dots this week. That's the most I've ever gotten since I've been on the program. And it wasn't like I was eating nonstop. I just made the points count more. And, you know, it, it's it's easy for us to get in a rut, and it's easy for us to, to play those mind games. Listen, I did it myself, too. Like, how many points could I have left over in a day without, you know, and seeing that I'm not hungry? You, you play those games with yourself. And there's a reason why we get those points. And I was talking today on the way home from work. I was on the phone with my good friend, Tracy Carnazzo, who, by the way, is a very funny comedian, and check out all her podcasts. I mean, she's got 90-day trash talk. Um, she's got the Teen Mom trash talk only in New York. Go Just go Google Tracy Carnazzo and follow all of her podcasts. She's absolutely hilarious. And follow her on social media as well. But I was talking to her, and she goes, you know, Aunt, do you think there's a reason maybe why you get the points you get? that it's science, that they work into this, that, you know, it's already predetermined. It's not just something they hand you. You didn't pick it. She's got a point in that, you know. There's definitely a good point in that. So uh, I'm going to try to do that. And it's crazy because it's almost like the reverse psychology that we're mad at ourselves for eating our points, even though we get them. I struggle with that. That's, you know, one of the things I struggle with on this program. You know, if you follow me on social media, you know, I, I eat larger portions than, than most people do. But again, I don't, I'll, I'll leave 20, 25, sometimes 30 points on the table. So I cut down on that a little bit and just trying to, you know, really see how I feel hunger wise. Will I ever get it? I don't know. It's it's scary to think about, but it's that's what that's probably my biggest struggle on this journey. I, I could do everything else. I I can get my mindset with it, right with everything else, but it's still the whole food thing. You know, throws me for a loop. And leaving, it's almost like I got a a feeling of accomplishment. If I had 20, 25 points left over for the day. And I would feel guilty when I would get below 20 into like the teens. And then if I got a blue dial, I was like, well, tomorrow I can't get that. So I let myself go a little bit with that. And ate when I was hungry. Tried to get the most value out of my points. And since I've done it, I've, I've been happy. I've been satisfied. Um, and it's also, it's, it's, I guess it's switching things up. It's, it's, it's frustrating, guys. We, we all know that. What's the answer? I, I don't, I wish I knew. I'm just, I'm going, I'm, you know, I'm figuring this out as I go along. I think we all are. Because here's the, here's Here's what the pain in the ass is about weight loss. Once we think we figured it out and we get ourselves in a routine like, yeah, we're good, 
our bodies are like, nah, I need something different. I'm done with this now. So it, it's a constant struggle. It's a constant fight. But it's worth it. You know, we all know that. So we're going to, I just got to keep on trying new things. And it helped a lot this, this weekend because I, I had shows in New Jersey Friday and Saturday night. And the show in, on Friday, I had to leave right from work. You know, the show started at 8 o'clock. They wanted me there by 7.30. And I knew it was going to take almost like three hours to get there with, with Friday traffic going down to New Jersey from Long Island. So what I did was Thursday night, I made all my food for the next day. I made my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner. I packed all my snacks. And it worked for me. It really did. Because I wasn't worried about where the food was coming from. And I wasn't worried about what I have to eat. I just went, did my show, and had a great time. You know, this weekend I got to work with my buddy Ryan Marr, who, again, follow him on Instagram, Ryan Marr Comedy. And if you're in, like, the Jersey area, you're looking for someone to put a show together for you, contact him. He puts together awesome shows. We had such a good time this weekend working together. And Saturday, Saturday's show is my favorite of the weekend. I did the same thing. I brought all my food with me, even though they had food there. And they kept on saying, you know, there's food in there. There's food in there if you want. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I got my own thing. And I told them, listen, I'm doing WW, so I, I got to make sure uh, I'm eating right. What was cool about it was it was at a cigar lounge, a cigar club, actually. And if you guys have been following the podcast, you follow me on social media, you know I'm, I'm a fan of cigars. And this was really cool. It was just hanging out. Me and Ryan were making fun of each other, um, as comedians do. Both had good sets and just hung out and smoked a couple of cigars and got paid to do it. So it was a it was a really good night, and you know these are shows that I might not have taken three years ago, just because I was uncertain about things. Private shows, I, I never used to. I used to always be scared to do private shows because it's it's not a comedy club, and there's not a set green room. There's not a set stage. You know, where am I going to sit? How long do I got to stand for? So all those things factored into it. And it's nice, know, nice to know now that when someone says, hey, do you want to do a show at this place? I'm like, yes, I want to do it at this place. Let's do it. I'm excited about it. And I don't have to worry about where I'm going to park. I mean, it's, it's crazy that these were all fears that I once had. And it's freeing that they're no longer there. And I just felt good about myself this weekend. You know, I'm, I was looking at pictures that were taken from the weekend, from the shows and videos, and I didn't hate myself. You know, I used to hate if anybody took a picture or a video of me sitting down. When I was sitting down and the camera came out, I was like, oh, everything is showing. Everything is like, I can't, you know, when you stand up, you can kind of like try to hide things. But I'm seeing it, I was like, nah, I was happy with it. And that, to me, is another big non-scale victory. And a, a few people told me this week that they said my face looks smaller than, than normal. So 
I'll take it. I mean, I kind of saw it too. I mean, sometimes we have those weeks where we just look at ourselves in the mirror and like, no, no, you, you do it, you're doing it. You know, you, you're doing a good job. And that just makes me feel good. You know, it's just, it's one of those feelings you get where you're like, oh, okay. I don't hate what I see in the mirror. And that's what, that's what we got to get to. You know, is not hating what we see in the mirror, not hating, what, you know, how we look at things because we are, we're working so hard. We're all working so hard. We don't have to, don't tear yourself down. It's, it's, it's counterproductive. Listen, I'm, I'm guilty of it as well. I'm my own worst critic. I'll look at a picture of myself and I'll tear it apart in three seconds and I'll find every flaw that I think I have. But here's what I noticed. Nobody else cares or notices those flaws. And even if they do notice that, you know, it's not a surprise to them. You know, like, that's the thing, too. Like, did I think that I, I didn't, that I wasn't 200 pounds heavier? Like, did I think that no one was going to notice I was big? But that's what we think when we look at the picture. Like, oh, my God, look how big I look. You look that way all, all the time. Even now when I look at myself and I see, like, you know, uh, my stomach, you know, it's the extra skin. It, it looks big. You know, it's my body's misproportioned. But it's people, it's they see me. Who cares? It doesn't bother me. I can't let that bother me anymore. Because, again, we're working too hard. And from what I, the responses I get, people only see the positives. They're commenting that, you know, your face looks smaller. Uh, you look like you lost more weight. Look how good you look. Because they don't see what we see. We see ourselves. It's, it's a crazy thing. We, are, we see ourselves before we started. And we don't allow that, that, new, uh, that new person to come into our heads and, and maybe get that vision of ourselves. And it's weird because, like, when I was 200 pounds heavier, I didn't see myself that way. I saw myself smaller. And then as I lose weight, the image of myself I have is that guy 200 pounds heavier. And it's hard to block that out. It's hard to see myself the way I really am. Because we, we deserve it. Like I said, we put a lot of work into this. Enjoy what you're getting out of it. For the first time, I can't even tell you how many years, I love looking at myself in a mirror. I like what I see. It's a, I see my hard work. I, I see everything I put into this. You know, it was, it was a great feeling. And we talked about it in the workshop tonight to celebrate the non-scale victories because, you know, like, scale's not going to move in your direction every every week. I mean, if you follow this podcast, you follow me, I'm the perfect example of that. I tell you, I'll come on here, I'll tell you if I had a bad week, if I did things that that, that I shouldn't have been doing. I told you about a Christmas week. And that was the last time I went off program. I'm not, I'm not trying to hide anything. 
it's our own heads that does it to us, though. You know, we we feel guilty. We get upset. We don't think we deserve things. We self-sabotage. And this is not like anything to do with weight loss. Um, but you just see the way people can self-sabotage or get themselves into a situation. I don't know if anybody watched Love is Blind on Netflix. I watched this over the weekend. This is kind of like my my guilty pleasure. I binge-watched it. I watched most of it yesterday. But you see these people. And listen, I'm I'm not one for dating advice or giving it any kind of... I'm single as can be. And so the whole concept is great. You know, you, you lock yourself in a, in a pod and you go on these little pod dates where you're talking through a wall to somebody and you get to know somebody that way. You don't get to see them. The physical aspect of things doesn't play in, into it. You know, you don't get to know it. You know, maybe don't do that. With, maybe do that with yourself a little bit. You know, kind of lock yourself in. A, get to know yourself again. Get to know what's inside. Because what happened when these people saw themselves, they self-sabotaged the situation. They let everything else that in the real world get in the way of what they discovered in those pods. Now, I'm not saying it's a perfect way to do things. I'm not saying that's the way you should find a relationship. But you could take some things away from it. You know, when you're just figuring out what's inside and, and you know, what's inside of you, that, that's what matters. Not what society thinks of the situation. Not what your friends think of the situation. Listen, I have friends that tell me that I shouldn't be on WW. What are you doing that for? Do this, do that. Um, you know, people just will find negative in anything. But when we look inside ourselves and really find out what we want, we want to lose weight. We want to be healthy. When we get out in the real world, we let that come in. That's when things get messed up. And I kind of I kind of took that from that because one of the girls on there, she said she self-sabotages her every situation. And she did it. I forget her name. I think it was Gianna, Janina, something like that. I, I don't know. But she, this guy seemed all right. He's like a nice guy. She picked at him and picked at him and that, 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 that. And then he told her no at the altar. I'm sorry if I'm giving spoilers away, but it's on Netflix. You should have watched it by now. But it just reminded me of what we do to ourselves. We, we love ourselves. We do. Obviously, right? But then, like, when we see a picture or a video or we're out in the real world, we pick ourselves apart. And then we get to that point where we can't, we were like, oh, well, no, we'll just fix it. And we can't fix it. Like, that's simple. It's not that simple to fix it. The damage is already done. So that's what we do to ourselves. We mind F everything till we get to a point now when we're having success and we're doing something for ourselves, we still see the negative in it. So what I've taken away these past few weeks is even looking at these non-scale victories even more. I can't express how much getting on that plane meant to me. 
and what it did for me as a non-scale victory. Being down in Florida and doing everything I wanted to do without a problem, big non-scale victory. Taking gigs that are offered to me without having to think or worry, big non-scale victory. Saturday morning, I went and I watched my nephew and my niece, my brother. This is something I couldn't have done three years ago. Just even just to babysit for, a few, for an hour, for an hour and a half. Another big non-scale victory. Two weeks from now, taking my nephews to see wrestling again. You think a number on the scale can take away from those, you know, could change how good those things felt? No. So, of course, but of course, the number's got to go down. We want the number to go down, but you can't, it can't be the be all end all. You have to let life dictate that a little bit and what you're getting out of it. And if you're able to do more than you could in the past, then something's going right. That's how I look at it. Listen, I know some people may say no, but listen, that's why I like WW. It's it's a lifestyle change. We're doing this to get our life back, and that's what we're doing. Well, everybody, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 110 of the WW Row podcast. And thank you to everyone watching live in the WW Row Podcast Patreon members group. If you want to become a member, very easy. Just go to patreon.com, search WW Row Podcast. You can also get the link from www.podcast.podbean.com as well as my website, anthonydlive.com. Once again, the podcast is always available on iTunes. Please, guys, continue. Five-star rate and review. I love reading those reviews. I can't wait to share them on social media. And the podcast is always available on the website, www.bropodcast.podbean.com. And please go check out my new revamped website, anthonydlive.com. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Uh, I love this song. Go check it out. Go download it. iTunes. Also, while you're on iTunes, check out his new band, Demon Scar. They're releasing a new song every month, so definitely go and check that out. Only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa, New York. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the podcast. Get yourself an Uncle Cheese. Check him out, finsdeli.com. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 110. I hope you have an awesome week, and I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one.